Hello, and welcome into episode... One to the five to the two. Oh, yeah. Go, Chad. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. 152. 152 of Bourbon Bad Opinions, where what we're drinking is slightly better than what we're thinking. There's just four chickens today. No, 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 Heather. Just us four chickens. But I, I think I think we're going to make it through. Sean. Hi. Chad. Hello. John. Ahoy hoy. Ahoy hoy. He got a name today. He did get a name today. Is that two days and two holiday shows? Ahoy ahoy. Oh, holiday ahoy, ahoy. It is two in a row, I believe. And let me tell you, Fort Lewis got some fucking holiday decorations up, y'all. Uh, he, pu- he put them up. He put them up. We encouraged him last year, and now he's on the decoration Tuesday train. Season, right? Correct. Yes. The committee met. We all agreed. Sure. And we even had, we even had assistance today, yeah, yeah. which we greatly appreciate. I said, you know, again, just like I said last year, if uh, if you want them up, um, feel free to drag them down <laughs> and put them up. That's kind of how my thing is. There's like the, the granddaughter was saying, uh, Grand Monster number one, bring the trees in because she wanted her tree in the basement. So she did mm-hmm. that. So I put the other ones up. Unfortunately, then they started. They sat undecorated for like two weeks until they finally got decorated yesterday. Uh, in all fairness, I did help decorate the tree. Oh, that's what I just said. The yeah. committee appreciates the indoor help. Yeah, I yeah, did. It, oh, indoor people, outdoor people. Let's not go down that road again. <laughs> that is, that's, that, 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 since we've been doing this podcast, that's been the that's been chaffing my it butt still for chaps years. Your ass. Yes, it How does. How long has that been? How many years? Been a couple. Five, six. I it's mean, it's, it's been still a raw, right that's there on the surface. It's like no, no saddle soap. Nothing will take that away. <laughs> No preparation H. Nothing, nothing gonna huh? take away that chap on my ass. <laughs> well, apparently Chad's ass is chapped over something. All right, so I don't know because what, what I read from news outlet news outlets do is in stark contrast to what my experience is, both in my neighboring county and in this county. Going to a certain store, I've been reading that the the death of the self checkout is coming. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The place, this one here in Lexington, one of the ones, and we all, I'm not saying, I don't, I'm not going to say that name because I don't, they got lawyers. I had to watch, stand in line to watch a bunch, a bunch of mouth breathers who can barely like walk through the store and pick out what they want, try to scan things and like keep doing it wrong, like picking up the little trigger gun and like scanning the wrong things. Like I watched this person do, do a box three different times and got it wrong every time, like scanning like numbers on the side that aren't even barcodes. So it's just like how I just I can't reconcile that like it it's just like it's a total just pain in the ass to go to these places. Yes. So I like the self checkout personally, mm. but I know how to use a self checkout. Well, I know how to right? use it too. Now I have read or I have seen recently, and I'm talking like in the last week, where Walmart has actually well oh. or other or stores have come out who have book said her. <laughs> book her book her. Stores have come out and they have said that they are going to start taking out these self checkouts. All that stuff in Hamburg is brand new. I know like, it's right. Like, I don't see I don't see it happening because frankly I honestly I think part of it has to do with the fact that they can't find people to right, work sure. checkouts, and I get right? That. I mean And it's wonderful for like if you've got to grab just a handful sure. of things, which I did. Yeah. But the idiots in front of me because yeah. they do one on each side were doing like a full cart yeah. cart. And yeah. it was just like If I if I got more than 5 items, I'm going somebody's going to scan my stuff for yeah. me. I'm going to keep them employed. Well, and then you bring up an excellent point. Mm-hmm. The idea that you can't find people is a complete lie. Um, the is corporate lie. You no, it's corporate greed. The best, yes. the way in which 
the sweet spot of this whole thing, in my personal opinion, has always been the express checkout lanes or having certain dedicated lanes that were um, speedy checkouts or self-checkouts or use scans or whatever you want to call it. But then you had, like you had six to eight of those, maybe 12, but then you had four or five regular staffed cashier stations. And that's the thing is you have older people who don't want to do it and are uncomfortable. You have people who physically can't do it. You have people who mentally can't do it or aren't familiar with the process. You have people that... um, just prefer. There are people who will not go to a self-checkout because they do think they're taking somebody else's yeah, job. And, and yeah, I always end up behind those case in point yesterday at another different store in another different, just a different store in my county. I get behind the fucking people that still write checks. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. even though they can do it for you, they can run it in there and make, mm-hmm. they have mm-hmm. to write it and they have to put it in their register. And mm-hmm. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Like, what happens if your machine writes the wrong price? Yeah. I, I, I could yeah. overpay. Oh, and I, I finally got Mama L out of that because she was a check writer. You know what did her in when they kept asking for her ID? Yep. And she's like, that's why it does it. Yeah. And then she's like, this. So she finally got a debit card for that reason. Cause she's like, that's so funny. I didn't notice the cashier ask for an ID. Has well, that, has that gone you, by the side now? It depends. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's funny. I remember way, way, this is way back in the day when I was in, still living in Northern Kentucky. And I don't know if you've ever heard of, or you remember the store called Biggs? Yeah, it was like kind of it's, yeah. It's one. Of, it's kind of mm-hmm. one of the original. Like you didn't have a membership have to have a membership to go there, but it was kind of. I mean, it was it was we only had Kroger, right? Mm-hmm. And so it was it was just it was a little bit different than Kroger, and the, I think they had more bulk items and that kind of stuff. But the thing that people lost their minds over, they didn't take checks. You had to bag your own items. Oh, that's like Aldi. So they had they had somebody who would check you like scan the yeah. items, but then. You you had to stand like down there and bag your own stuff. Mm-hmm. And I remember people losing their minds over that when Biggs came in, like, oh my God, you got to bag your own groceries there, blah, blah, blah. I think the the, the place you worked at as, in a, as a youth tried that for a little while. Did they really? Yeah, at the county market. Yeah, I and it, that, yeah. yeah and it didn't work because, you know, people was walking yeah. out the door with stuff. You got to, well, you got to know your clientele, you got to know your market. But it it's one of those things where the more. The idea is that it's faster and more convenient, but the problem is there are people that will never do it. Now, the check riders, I've, I've said this before, and it's probably rude, but the check riders are eliminating themselves as time passes by. <laughs> no, sure. they are. Um, but it's it's something that I still have people to this day who they don't trust that the machine will not print a different amount. They have to write it in the register like you have to do the whole ordeal. And it's, yeah. they, it, I get that. That's what you're comfortable with, but... There's nothing you can. There's nothing I can do to change your mind. Time yeah. will wash away. That well, it's wild pain. to me. I mean, it's like because this exists in you know in the adjacent county I live in, right, at the same store. But it's crazy. Our Meyer, which I frequent almost exclusively, they still have backers. And really it's awesome. Yes, huh. no backers are awesome. Instead of having to wait for the cashier to like scan and bag your stuff, mm-hmm. or you have to help out because like you know you feel bad because there's five people back past right. you, yep. and I mean, yep. it's a, that's they're on it, I, which I, is crazy to me that that kind of thing still exists in right. this day and age. Yeah. Right? I so, know certain Kroger's here in town still have. They still baggers. have the one on Richmond. Right? The one on Romney always uses. Yeah, yeah, it, well, yeah right? and the Euclid one has them, and then Do the, they? yeah, the one in Beaumont has them. Mm. But see, that's the thing is it you, you cater to the clientele. John Short. 
that yep. areas that are there, mm-hmm. the older neighborhoods, that kind of thing. But it's interesting to me that you said that you almost exclusively go, exclusively go there. On some level, that probably plays a role in it because the whole experience is faster. Yes, absolutely. It's, again, it's somebody who they understand you don't put milk on top of bread. Right. You don't start a bag with eggs. Like right. Those are things that right. adults... When you're adulting, you realize this, but those are things that if I'm the cashier and I'm just standing here waiting until the clock passes, I don't give a damn. That's it's what's not so my wild, end. because my, my first real job, I mean, I worked at, you know, Hardy's first originally, but uh, my uh, first Broadway? Like, yep. Broadway in New Zealand, um, was, you know, working at a grocery store. And we were taught those things, like, you know, yep. should be common, so, you know, like, this is how you bag things. Like, yeah, I still see some people just like, you know, really? You threw in the meat with the detergent? Like, you know, yeah, like, exactly. you're like, what? Yeah, and it's also the the thermobaric pit things of it. You put all your cold stuff yeah. together, oh, totally. and it keeps Absolutely. it cold. cold. And when I help bag out, you can see them like, "Well, how did you learn to do that?" Because so I'm old as dirt. I learned right. how to do this. It's like <laughs> right. It's a, a skill for me. So if I did bag yeah. on stuff, I could mm-hmm. be quick about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like it's like they like they still. What's funny to me is the lack of like awareness that some cashiers have. I purposely put my groceries on that conveyor belt in a certain yep. way. Yep. Mm-hmm. Thank yep. you. Because mm-hmm. I want like my canned goods mm-hmm. with my canned goods. I mm-hmm. want all the cold stuff right. together, right? Yeah. Because when you get home, you're going to put them up in sequence. Exactly. And yes. I want in the bag the things that go in the pantry. Well, you know, yep. And I put my vegetables last because they have to stop and weigh them. So I don't want that to mess up their flow. They go through yep. to the end of the thing. So I want to know what happened. Remember they were supposed to be coming out with this technology where you just get a whole cart full of stuff. And then push it into the scanner oh, thing. Scan, yeah, does it all what, for you? What happened I to that? Not seen anything? That's remember a that years, was yeah. that was going to be like Basically, the new you thing, it up right? And yeah. It's gonna Amazon tell you. Amazon had those stores in New York. Did they? Yeah. They you just pu- you just pushed it into the thing, and it was supposed to scan Maybe it everything. Didn't work. If they lose then, money, they probably are not mm-hmm. continuing with it. And then they also had, I think, a couple of places There's tried people that believed it irradiated your meat. Oh well. Mm. Let me give you a little pro tip: your meats are already irradiated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Um, also, I guess there was a there was a point in time, and I don't think that this worked either, where you were you could pick up uh, Kroger had this. I know I know that because I remember seeing it. I never used it, but I saw it. Where you, up at the front, when you go in the entrance, you could pick up a scanner, mm-hmm. and then as you went through the store, you as you put stuff. things in yeah. the cart, you scanned the stuff, and then at the end, you paid or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know what happened to those either. It's probably a lot of loss prevention issues because people are like, oh yeah, I'm putting this fourteen dollar can of olives in here that you know, and they scan the one. The generic one next yeah. to it, right? I mean, it's, I do that every day. Do you? Yes, it's scan and go. It's on the app. Oh, okay. Because it's yeah, we have that. Because like, if you go in there, we don't have the the cart thing. They did they did try, and there were people that were worried about their radiation to meet. The other <laughs> thing is that if you pack a cart, the idea was you could pack it, and you could bag it in the store, like Sean would bag all of his frozen yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Well, you can't read. There it. was there was some issues, mm-hmm. but also. To get something strong enough, you had to go through all the other stuff to scan barcodes, but you had to put a metallic backing on the barcode in order for the computer to see it. Because they tried this with controlled substance shipping, and they tried like um, oh yes, I remember the UPC had a like a uh, sensormatic kind of like RFID kind of deal exactly. Yeah. They had all that sort of stuff, but it it didn't. It was a non-starter. So now, but you can do the the scan as you go thing. You scan at the end, and then there's a, a big screen that says you're verify you have 15 items. And if you have more than that, then they take you the post. Riddle me this one, bat people. So it's hard to find a good like agent in the store these days. That if you have a question, mm-hmm. found one at Meyer last week. She was amazing. 
I had a very niche request. She told me, like, rhyming verse where it was. So I'm like, wow, this is awesome. 99% of the time, though, because the vast majority of the population of the stores now are these people who are shopping for customers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like the Walmart people, the mm-hmm. courier people walking around with those carts, mm-hmm. those they don't know shit, mm-hmm. which no. is mind-boggling. No, it tells to me. them what aisle to go to and what shelf. Oh, so yeah. they're not learning it. No, no. they're not learning oh, it. No. It's like okay. when I was like, I could tell you where every damn thing that store mm-hmm. was, right? Because after stocking it and working there, mm-hmm. but you were, oh man. So if they're using an app, like yeah, that, that, that scanner tells them what aisle to go to and even what shelf it should be mm-hmm. on. I can't tell you how many times I've just thought dumb uh, motherfucker in my head, like talking to those people. I well, guess no, that makes they, sense. They're still dumb motherfuckers because <laughs> you would think the repetition. Would burn it into your head right. that you've yeah. done it, and this is where olives are. Yeah, they're in aisle fifteen next to the pickles. Yeah, but no, because they're just they're just mindlessly totally they're mindlessly looking at this app or this whatever, and then it going over and scan it, not paying attention. It tells you that the aisle number is, in at my situation, the aisle number is letter and numerically organized mm-hmm. by section of the store. Then every four foot section has a number at the top of the section, and then every item one through one hundred and ninety three has a number. So it tells you G5, Section 3, Item 52, and they literally go to that item, pick one or whatever well, this would explain why it. they all have their earbuds in. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And you oh, got to yeah. say their name like, you're like, excuse me, excuse me, like 14 times, and they're yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah. 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 It could be something similar. It's like, what aisle is the bread on? I don't know. Is the building on fire? <laughs> I don't know. It's not on the app. No. Don't the know. App, app start right. flaming up. Nobody's flame. telling me. Don't know. Yeah. I mean, literally, that's what they do. Now, huh. yeah, it's just, it's insanity. Yeah, so it, it's just funny that you know technology was supposed to you know mean you were smarter and make everything easier, right? It just made everybody dumber. Yeah. Well, well like yeah. Uh, what was that movie? Like uh, it's idiocracy. idiocracy. Yeah. yeah. Like. Well, you know, let's talk about since we ain't talked about this in Library Corner for a long time. The paperless library. Uh huh. The more shit that got put on the internet, the, the busier people print, I got. The more people, people print, print out, yeah, and the busier print out. I got because yeah. people would sit there for five hours searching for shit in Google. And then I would go find it in something, either in a book or something we pay for in like five minutes. And I said, how did you know that? It's like, it's what I do for a living. So you ask me first, instead of sitting there trying to use this information society bullshit and find it on your own. But see, I'm still amazed in, in terms of Google, like all the people that you see on Facebook and these groups and stuff. Well, where can I go to get this? Google it, idiot. Yeah, Why are you like, on here asking? And let me, here another pro tip. There's a thing called advanced search in Google. Yes. It works like yes. a charm. You can go limit what kind of websites you want to yeah. look at. Yeah. Google Foo's pretty strong. Yes. You know, like the switches and mm-hmm. all that stuff you can add to yep. it. And yeah. Yeah. The minus sign is your friend, dude. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, it is. <laughs> but yeah, I'm always, and so so are uh, uh, quotes. You put some quotation yeah. marks are your friend, Even, too, if you want that exact uh, that exact. You know, you know what? You phrase. don't have to use any like you know other like uh, switches or anything like that. Yeah. Well, if you Google something like Buddy Melgus, because uh, there's not well, a lot of Buddy Melguses right? in the world. I mean, right? there's only one Buddy Melgus, right? right? Yeah. Really? Now, but I'm just, <laughs> How many years ago did he did? <laughs> He's still alive. Are you sure? I think. No, he passed. Okay. Well. I bet he has been I, like we are the last group of people on this earth. <laughs> His no. family don't even talk uh, about that I motherfucker gar- I anymore. I guarantee you. I guarantee you there's some sailing podcast out there. No, no, they're talking about him. That now. talks about that's Buddy what this Melgus. is, right? <laughs> We've become that. I'm on. Isn't this? Isn't and Dave this Matthews? <laughs> America's Cup. Yeah. Isn't this Land Ho? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought I've been on well, this so, whole time. Actually, this actually, Land-ho? this is a great segue. Um, this is a great segue into into a an article that I came across that I thought would be an interesting discussion topic for this group anyway. Oh, buddy, just died this year. Oh, in May eighteenth. R.I.P. How did you not know that? Like you know, right off. the I was top confirming of? it. Oh, okay. 
R R I P. A day that will live in infamy. Right. <laughs> R I P. It was. I hope they catch. He's the not only did he win the America's Cup, but he survived COVID too. Hey, you he's know a, what? He's at least a two-time winner. My there you go. That, there you go. The amount of things, the history he has seen. Yeah. That's what he looks like. Oh yeah, I saw. Probably it. not mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so actually, though, this is this is ever me timbers. <laughs> this is a good. This is a good segue, though. So I don't know if you all saw this, and this this article has been out for uh, for a couple of weeks because this this whole story dropped a couple of weeks ago, but still still relevant, right? So apparently, there were around a thousand passengers. That we're going to get on board this 627 oh, cabin MV Laura. Have you seen this? Yeah, okay, Sean did. Um, and then they were going to spend they were going to spend three years at sea, the three year cruise. Right. Um, most of them had put money down. They'd sold their houses. There's this woman in Ohio that that's that's kind of the article that I got that she sold her house to put and gave away all her stuff. To put a hundred and eighty-five thousand dollar deposit down for this three-year deposit. Whoa, whoa, whoa! That's a deposit. Three years at sea. Yep. Oh no, I'm de- sorry. She put a deposit down for a hundred eighty-five thousand dollar ticket. Sorry. So the ticket was a hundred eighty-five thousand dollars, but yeah. she still had to sell her house and give all her things away, right? And all the people that bought tickets to this three-year cruise did same thing. A three-hour cruise. And oh. then, and so the trip was due to start on November first from Istanbul. Yep. And then the company that's, 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 that's right. your problem. Right there. Yeah. Yes, it, sir. it was Constantinople, but now it's Istanbul. Um, you know why? It's, you know why? It's nobody's business but the Turks. But anyway, um, nobody's business but the Turks. Right? The bottom line is the the company said, "Oops, we don't have a boat. Sorry, we're canceling the trip." And, and we're only so, giving partial refunds. Yes. No. So all these people, so she she said she spoke to her financial advisor who encouraged her to pay the $3,000 deposit and first payment of $29,000 if that's what she wanted to do. So I guess she did that if she sold her house and everything, right? For couples sharing a cabin, the trip was priced from $231,000 or $115,000 per person. Um, her possessions that were meant to be on the cruise are now in storage and she is living in a rented apartment. And they have no idea if this cruise where, is ever going to happen. Where is this boat registered out of? I don't know. If it's if it's they Turkey, they, they didn't. Anything. That was the thing. They didn't have a boat. <clears throat> yeah, they didn't even have a boat. They oh, were looking okay. for yeah, it. Yeah, they right. were going to rent a so boat. So this was all on speculation. Yes. yes. Yeah. Man, fooling their money or soon parted. No man. kidding. That's smartest. The only thing that made any sense to me in that whole thing you just read was mm-hmm. the financial advisor said three thousand and what nineteen or whatever. Yeah. Like limit. Your exposure, mm-hmm. because yeah, you sold a bunch of crap, and I don't know who's got your stuff, but I'm not sure that you lock it. And yourself. the stuff that Istanbul she wanted to go with is now in some storage. Yeah, in like, Turkey. So more yeah. than more Good than luck. more than 110 people had signed up for the journey and only received notice it would not be going ahead on November 17. People were going to pay that much money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Life at Sea's former CEO, Kendra Holmes, told the 111 customers the trip had been canceled and that any customers who had sent their possessions ahead would need to arrange to have them returned. Yes. Yes. She resigned just prior days prior to making the announcement. Wow. Oh, my God. It was awful. So, uh, anybody out there listening, don't uh, breed with these 110 people. <laughs> I mean, so, no, the thing is, they're so old because they're baby boomers, they've already bred. 
Well, yeah, there, so yeah. where is this woman currently? This she's in. A, she's in a rented. Oh, this former CEO. No, I don't know. No, I don't care about her. I mean, oh. that is a litigant that we'll find later. I'm curious about the person <laughs> responsible. Who is named on the CEO as the person in charge? So Who's the manager. I, the voyage collapsed. I'm here to speak to no, the manager. Hold on. The, the voyage. The voyage collapsed after the company failed to secure funding for the MV Laura. The proposed vessel for the trip and customers were initially told there were mere delays in the sale. Wait, they were building it. <laughs> oh, or refitting? They were re- refitting or building. It's even worse. Yeah, I, it doesn't. It doesn't say. I would have called Carnival and said, "Hey, I got 110 suckers. Can you help me out?" Yeah, you know who don't screw you like that? Kathy Lee Gifford. Mm-hmm. She sure screwed Frank. But no. yeah, I mean, what what would <laughs> what would what would you do? Nothing. Well, there, sounds like there's not a lot you can do. Yeah, I don't think that they. She really has any recourse. I mean, you can't squeeze blood from a tournament. If they no. got their company with no money. Good luck. Right. You're gonna sanction them. <laughs> you know. I believe I'd be. My next stop would be at the Hague, where we're gonna talk about something over there. <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm no. You know what? I'm going to the Hague. Cause I'm gonna commit a war crime. <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna turn myself in. It's like. <laughs> But like I don't I'm here to I'm here to pre-report. Yes, yeah. sir. But is that uh, even is this even anything you would be interested in going? To, I would not want to go on a three-year cruise. I don't want to go on a three-week cruise or a three-day cruise. I, I, that's not ever been of interest to me. Right, I got something to tell y'all off here, but it's gonna be pretty funny. Um, but but I think this is fueled by because you see these articles from like Australia, Asia Pacific. I think there's been some yeah. Canadians. Where it's cheaper for these retired people to stay yeah, on a boat, a boat for a year yeah, than it is so, to actually be retired. Yeah, yeah, so people are seeing that and think, "Oh, this is three years of this. This That'd is be amazing. a good way to go too." Just like, I'm just going to just that, I'm going to call, call the waiter to bring me boat drinks all day, and if I live to see tomorrow, I live to see tomorrow. <laughs> that, that honestly, <laughs> if not, throw me out. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. Was like, so number one, I get to cash out on everything I've got. You get you pare down some things, you make some choices. That's that's probably good. But then a three year cruise. I'm assuming you're going all the way around the world. Yep. So you're going to yeah. stop at a number of places. You're going to see everything you, call. you yeah. might ever want to see. You'd be seeing so much crap that I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to pass on this one for today. <laughs> right. I'm going to let me enjoy the Lido deck while all the rest of y'all are out there. <laughs> while y'all are enjoying Laos. <laughs> $14, yeah. $14 tacos. But I think that there would be some truth to the fact that at a certain age, I could easily see that and be like, you know what? If I come back, I come back, and if not, I'm going to be having a hell of a time. Right, spending all my and kids' if I'm, money. If I die on this boat, just throw me Davy Jones' locker and just call yeah. it a day. Right? Yeah. Now I would worry. I want to make sure I make it toward the end because I want to get my money's worth. Because I would be pissed. Of course, John does. Right. If the I died, has yeah, your I'd chat. be pissed if I paid the full price and I died early in the trip. Some, my estate should be yeah. again. Compensation. John I leaves Miami Dade County and like barely he doesn't even oh, make it to Cuba. Say it. Oh, <laughs> like, but the thing that got me is like the money has been gone somewhere. They're not even they're gonna get partial refunds. Yeah. They're not, not gonna get full, full refunds. Right. And then they're saying it's gonna take them weeks to get these even partial it's take refunds. Them years. Oh, years. Yeah. 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 So it's not like know. a front for somebody that wanted some like money to like invest you know in what crypto. It was? You know what it was? It was Russian mobs. Probably. Mm. Yeah. I didn't say that. Excuse me. Well, I, and I, I just, I don't think, I just don't think that I could spend that much time on a boat because even like I would, I think I would feel too confined in, right? Yeah. I, I've like, always let had me a, off, let me off, let yeah, me off, let I've, me off. I've got that same condition right? too, right? It's I like mean, when I fly, that's why I hate flying. I'm just like, you gotta let me off this plane. I'm a lot better with it than I used to be. It used to be, I just like think, cause I, I don't like that sense of losing control, even mm-hmm. though it's clearly statistically like safer to fly, but right. 
it's like I can't determine if I need to be out of this vehicle and just stop and like yeah. even if it's at a, like a gas station to piss yeah. or. Yep. I'm or just like somebody open a window. This yeah. this is too stuffy in here, right? Yeah. So just somebody got open a window. Yeah, same thing with those cruises. I, I and I guess at least with a big enough boat, like it's big, so you know you can at least walk around. Yeah, they got like, know, those big cruises. They have like malls and oh yeah, skating yeah. rinks and. Like. And I used to not be interested in cruises at all, but I've started watching this is uh, Mighty Cruise Ships. The love boat. No, I did like <laughs> the, the Love Boat though. Boat. When I was unemployed, I watched a lot of little Love Boat reruns, but um. I watched this show called Mighty Cruise Ships, and they talk about all... I didn't realize there was this many different cruises you could do. Like, you can do cruises to the freaking, you know, South Pole and all kinds of, like, adventure adventure cruises. And then we have some friends now that are on, like, a river cruise through Europe. Yeah, that one I would do. I know some people do that. I would be down with that. And And those are much smaller boats because they've got to navigate rooms. And they don't have any of that crap on them, like casinos and all that stuff. And they said the only thing was problematic problem is that when they dock together there might be two or three river boats mm-hmm. river cruise and you got to walk through one to get to yours yeah. I, and then i guess there's uh, the, the one show that i watched about one of the river boats is they were on this the river and it had a bunch of locks mm-hmm. so you had they had to be like the first boat that was there got to go through and then the other ones had to wait which yeah because you off your schedule or whatever yeah, yeah. Those, yeah but those i would do i have zero desire to do some three-day cruise to mex new mexico yeah, like, you know to caribbean or i do did one, you just I, say new mexico yeah it's misspoken <laughs> area 51 one, sir. Please don't ever purchase me a gift of a three-day cruise to New Mexico. <laughs> you can go down to Colorado River. Yeah, oh. yeah, that could be fun. Um, Dion probably shut that down. Mm, probably. I want to go one of the Alaska cruise up there. Mm-hmm. They said that's right. of course the glaciers are all melting, so we'll see. But yeah, people like to do that when in Canada, Canada, and all that. But stuff. some of these adv- real adventure cruises that don't have any of this casinos and all this stuff. It's like they're totally focused on like. You having like adventures? Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, that European thing. I would tell you now. Yeah, yeah it's, it's in it kind of intercontinental ooh, kind of stuff. Down the Nile, that'd be fucking baller right there. That'd be cool. I they think do you, that. I bet they yeah. do. Some You'd see some shit. I don't want to stop either. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but yeah, I don't think I could be stuck on three years on a on a cruise ship. No, it's like no. a holiday in Cambodia. Yeah. <laughs> like you would. Three years. That's. I'm. I'm telling you, there'd be places I'd be like, no. I'm not getting off today. The number of places you'd have to stop to make that worth it. You're seeing like, okay, this is the the next door neighborhood of the same thing you just saw yesterday. Right. I, I'm done. I, no. Yeah. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff to see in this world, but do you really want to see all of it? I no, guess that's the question, right? I think that's that becomes a bigger question. Oh, you can go. There's a 13 day Nile cruise or an Amazon cruise would be cool. What's that run you? Well, let's see here. We got, we got 25% off selected uh, dates in 2004. <laughs> oh. Holy shit balls. Yep. It starts at $13,000. Yeah. They ain't cheap, no. for sure. Be cool, but they're not cheap. And that's I think that's why And on the show, when I, you, when they profile these adventure cruise mm-hmm. boats, you see a lot of old people. Yeah. Because that's what, yeah, that's what they're using their retirement. They're going to go again, on this $27,000 cruise. $27,000 cruise. Yeah. Yep. To like the, uh, but like the set, set, um, they took you down to the South Pole or whatever. Yeah, my old boss went and took a trip like that every year. I mean, she's 83 now, and she just re- she just retired earlier this year. But like for the past five or six years, tours to Africa, to the islands in the in the Mediterranean, like weird, weird place like Tunisia and stuff like these places, you know, like yeah. just, 
yeah you know safari tours like yeah. just getting it in there man just yeah. getting, getting abu, abu dhabi yeah you know like, well and that's what john and that that's kind of what john listened to this podcast or something where this guy was talking about how you know people spend their money don't spend your money on like cars and like stuff mm-hmm. like that spend it on experience, spend it on experience. Yeah. What, what was it called experience dividend experience dividend yeah and she yeah. had fucking money anyway she yeah. was like her first retirement was from as an exec at oh there oh, you go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, kind of speaking of traveling, I'm not sure that we could we could do that. John yeah. and I could do that because we we have. Be, I'm afraid we have become these old people. I really am. Oh, my Lord. No. So we 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 go to Louisville for one night, right? One we night. stay one night only. That was a feat in and of itself, right? Going there mm-hmm. and staying. I was so, surprised when I got the text. So we we stayed, at, and it was a nice hotel. And thanks for Sean for the recommendation because it really was a nice hotel, right? But we got up the next day, and I'm like, okay, the bed was good. The pillows were too soft. It was too stuffy. We didn't have a fan. We didn't have a humidifier. Yeah. I mean, we. <laughs> I know. Man. I'm like, what the hell are we doing? Oh, people! I'll tell you. Then we started making a list of things we need to travel with. So then I was up for an overnight trip. I'm like, you Three, realize now bags. we have to have two full-size suitcases. Oh, man. Y'all, we, y'all never saw Matt when he traveled, when they would come out here? Uh-uh. Like, lots of bag, man. He, like, he'd bring his own big fan with him, like, to, you know. Yep. Yeah. And yeah. so he starts looking at travel fans on, on Amazon or whatever. I'm like, it's too stuffy. It's too hot. Yeah. I can't sleep without the noise of the fan. We don't have the humidifier. My throat's super dry. And it. We were out of practice because the first thing I always do, Carrie, the first thing she does is perform a bed lice check. We have to bed look for bug bed check. bugs. Yep. Yeah. But the first thing that I usually do is I go in and immediately, they always have it at 75, 78 drop it degrees. Drop it 65. You drop it because I'm not coming back to a hot room. Well, that was a mistake and I did. And it was stuffy. But it was very, I mean, it was nice. It was nice. But we get up the next day and just start making this list of, of all the stuff that we, were, we are solutions. required to sleep with, with now. I mean, it's crazy. And I even said, I don't want to be that person who can't stay somewhere because this is, this wasn't right or that wasn't right. And I don't, I mean, I don't want to stay at people's homes. Let me get that clear. I think if, if I had the time and the money, I think the, the trip I would even like to do is do another, like I did, I've done it twice, a con, you know, a continental U.S. trip, but I would like to do it in a, like in a Winnebago or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, I mean, obviously the gas is going to crush, and you'd probably need to tow a, like a you know, a little small car to like do some localized stuff. But yeah. I bet that would be fun, right? Because yeah. you could have the majority of the stuff you're talking about, right? right. In in a decent size Earth motor. Roamer. Well, Earth people roamer. have that van life thing going. Yeah. I don't understand that. I don't think that would be fun at all. We watched that movie Nomad about that. With oh Frank. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's strange stuff, man. Yeah, I, I just see Francis McDormand was. That yeah, it? oh yeah, it's based on a, some a, kind of article or something. Yeah, it's yeah. unreal. It's man, it was weird. seems dangerous. Yeah, it was seems weird. like more, way more dangerous than these Instagram people make it out to be. I think that's your old showing. Is like, it though? <laughs> your old showing. No, these people that but, were doing this were old. They yeah. were old, but it, because based it was based on a newspaper article or something. And they were talking about because they all worked. From at Amazon fulfillment uh, centers, yep. they worked yep. at your oh, place yeah. of employment yep. mm-hmm. to make to make ends meet. Seasonal stuff. Seasonal yep. stuff. To make no, off their uh, social security even, and retirement. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking about these these youngs. Yeah. That, oh, no, no. I got you on that. You know, yeah, but it, I mean, like Jake enjoys that. The Candy King of the Midwest. And, yeah. they, and they, like they bought a trailer did. for it. Yeah, and all that stuff, like they yeah. do. But that's the thing is you made it, you made what's comfortable for you. Personally, I don't go to places where I don't have a shower. I don't have, I have to have those options. Like that was one of the biggest things. Um, You're not up for a good solar shower <laughs> from a campsite? He wants some hot ass water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um 
I don't want like those are there's non-negotiables that I have to have. But I do think that one thing I would consider is there's a train like the Zephyr I think that goes from Chicago to California and it goes through the Rockies. I think that would be fun. You say that have you seen the sleeping quarters in those things? Well, but you pay for the you pay for the experience, yeah. and it's a larger area. You're going to pay for it I'm if you want that. I get the big cabin, but yeah, I want the, the big, big cabin. I want the actual. I mean, I'm probably an, add a fifth uh, luggage compartment because I'm going to have to have some yeah. water to at least take a shower or something. But like those sorts of things, you got. Jen and I've talked about them, like those bunk beds. Be have you got to get in that top bed, like you know. I took a train. Am I drunk ass? Like I'd be at that, uh, yeah. you know, the, the bar car every day, <laughs> trying to climb up a ladder. So I'm just gonna lay down on yeah. the floor. Yeah, yeah. This, this floor is cool. <laughs> yeah. It's cooler down here. Because yeah. I took a train from. We took a train from uh, Moscow to St. Petersburg. Nope. And. Yeah. Uh, did you see the machine? Was he on that? Train? No, but we we were in the, the we they had private cars, but yeah, you know, we were in the public cars, and it was it was those bunk beds, it was prison grade mattresses, yeah, and they got like a blank. But you were specifically told absolutely, and I knew somebody, I knew a couple of people in our group that lost things because there were stops along the way at nighttime mm-hmm. when we were traveling, and we were specifically told because there was like a table in the middle and then two yeah. bunk beds, right. Do not leave anything on the table because it will get stolen. Yeah, and there's, there's a couple people that just forgot and woke up the next day and their stuff was gone. Yeah, they opened the door. door yeah, while you're sleeping. Oh, excuse me. No, the there was no the... doors on these things. Uh, oh, hell no. No, 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 oh, no, no, hell no. no. No, there were no, no. doors. Wait a minute. <laughs> no doors on Soviet trains. It makes sense. No, there were no doors. Was, was Was there like curtains? Not that I remember. Oh, fuck no. <laughs> yeah. That's a hard no. Yeah, no. Even young Chad wouldn't have enjoyed that. No. <clears throat> What did you pay for this? Mm. Probably five rubles. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Which is now 50 cent. But yeah, you were told do not leave anything on that table and go to sleep because it will be gone in the morning. Of course it would. I'll be sleeping like a dragon on its horde, dude. Everything I own is like. <laughs> I ain't sleeping. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm just awake. Uh, but no. yeah, that's I don't know. That's just the bottom line. Well, man. Yeah, that's I'd, interesting because occasionally work gets a little slow. So there's these people who like they're travel people and they will like take trains. I've seen them like t- mm-hmm. trains in England. This is what you'll get on this expensive train. Yeah. And, and they'll do that. There was one dude in Japan who wrote the bus. Mm. That bus was baller. Yeah, About, I've seen some of those. Like yeah. Like, the Japanese buses are basically like they're like kind of like sleep quarters. Yeah, well. like and they'll do like overnight you, travel. They take your shoes when you get on. You yeah. put the little slippers on and you just ride the bus overnight to where you're going. It's almost like your own like little uh, like little womb kind yep. of setup, dude. Like, it, is it like those? Well, those Japanese shelves kind of things where you put the your pod hotel? No, not no, pod no, hotel. Like okay, no. there's more room than that. Yeah, I do think that would be nice. Well, Plus, I, yeah. Speaking of travel, we watched a fascinating and i don't know how a movie hadn't been made about this yet fascinating documentary on the concord oh really yeah the other it, it, it was it, on netflix or something no it was actually on smithsonian channel because huh. huh. they do uh they have a series about like um planes and technology mm-hmm. they talk stuff about like the that crash, the kill yeah the, the, they did at the end but the fascinating thing i had first of all i had no idea historically how this thing came to be right I so, said, oh, I need to watch British that. Airways it, and well, yeah. but not only not only was it Britain and France, so they they start the thing right. Of course, the Soviets have to get involved. Mm-hmm. Here's old friend, the Russians. Tupolev TU forty one forty four, and the Americans get involved too. But the American plane goes nowhere, right? But the the bottom line is, I can't believe this hadn't been a movie yet because 
the there were spies that was stealing the plans from the French and the British and taking it back to the Soviet Union, and so the Soviets could be the first to build it and fly it and everything, which they did. And of course, in true Soviet fashion, it was put together with duct tape, sticks, right. and uh, <laughs> and cardboard, right. and didn't and last. A wish. Didn't, it didn't last there, very there long. There was a right? movie. It's Airport Seventy Seven. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. just absolutely fascinating. The fact that in the that they were able to that's this is why I say innovation is dead now, right? Yeah. And technology it it appears to be moving fast, but it's not. Like this was in the sixties, right? And they're right. they're building this thing and they're trying to figure out how to make this work. And they do figure out how to make it work. And it like people it worked. Yeah, it's hard at Swan Song. It was used to get Phil Collins from yes from the UK to Live Aid, Philadelphia, Philadelphia for, yeah, Live Aid. for Live Aid. Yeah, but well, the fact that was cool. the fact that there was you know, and I'm not surprised. I wasn't surprised by it, but I guess I never it never occurred to me that all this espionage was going on with the Soviets stealing plans and and back and forth oh, and yes. all this kind of. Yes, I'm like, how is this? How is this not been a movie? Yeah, how's it not been made into a movie? I, it, yeah, what was all the things about the Concorde? Well, one. When I started designing it, the nose was too long to taxi. So mm. that's the reason mm-hmm. the nose is bent at an angle. So they built a whole system that would drop the nose. They could see the taxi. But in the meantime, the windscreen wasn't protected. So another windscreen would shoot up while the nose was bent so they could taxi the airplane. So that's when you ever see the pictures of it on the ground. It's bent It's down, bent yeah. down and then it's <clears> in the air it's straight because it couldn't fly that way because it couldn't make the supersonic Well, speeds. and I didn't know this either. So when the Americans were testing, like trying to figure out how to do this, because they actually had, their design had the wings going in and out, you know, like mm-hmm. a like a, a Tomcat mm-hmm. type of thing. But they... At the time of that, the F-111. So they, they were trying to figure out how to lessen the sonic boom of this thing. Yep. At the time, when the Americans were trying to design theirs, well, why? Why did they went just to, to so because when they're flying over like residential areas and well, stuff, they, they talked about that. They said we need to figure out if this is really a problem. So they flew multiple flights a every day, day over Kansas City. And it drove people to the brink of insanity. <laughs> yeah, they were just doing sonic booms every so day, all day, constant every hour <laughs> I mean, on the hour like, for a, a month. A lot of like, um, like a lot of beachfront property in Florida, for like you know, for these towns, um, mm-hmm. Fort Walton Beach, that's kind of like close yeah. to those air bases. Right. You hear that shit yeah, all yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. But apparently, these poor people were subjected to this oh, every day it. for a month. With this sonic boom stuff, and they yeah. never did work out. The Americans eventually just abandoned the project hmm. because they couldn't; they just couldn't make it work. So, what was its top speed? Just over Mach one? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what they it said. It might have been closer to Mach. I two. think it was closer to Mach two. Like, of yeah. course, the Soviets went faster, right? But again, then fell apart. Uh, Mach three that turned into a fireball, <laughs> right? <laughs> and I guess that theirs could only go like. A, a couple hundred miles or something like that. And it had to stay down low so it could follow the interstate because it didn't have a navigation like system. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> Just going to follow the interstate. But they, right. first, the road, yeah. but they were first. But they were first, right? Triple O of TU 144. Yeah. Yeah. And that was important. That was what was important was that they right. were they were first. <laughs> it didn't work very... But yeah, fascinating documentary. Like, I really didn't know a I lot mean, of the... They even stole, like, the drooping nose. I mean, yeah, literally... they oh, stole yeah. everything. Because the nose had to be come down and landing. Because you yeah. couldn't see over that point to land it. So even it would drop down so you could yeah. land it. Mm. It was very interesting. It really was. I, I would I would recommend it. It's was, completely out of commission now, right? It's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Un- unfortunately, I just I just thought it was cool because it was so innovative, right? Yeah. And if you, if you want to see one, you can go up to uh, Uvardi Hazi. The Air and Space out at Dulles. And mm-hmm. They have one in the hangar out there. Oh, 
Really? At the Air and Space Museum. It has two parts, the one downtown and the one that's called the Udvardi Hazi. It's out at Douglas Airport. But yeah, I definitely recommend it. was on the Smithsonian Channel, right. so I don't know where else you could find it, but yeah. Okay, so Chad, you are our resident uh, uh, grammar grammar police Uh-oh. person, right? It's an evil. Yes. So did you see that the Oxford Dictionary... Came. Word of the year? Yes. No, I didn't see it. You didn't yet. see no. it. Okay. So I want to talk, I'll give you the word of the year, but I also want to talk about the eight words that went head to head for to win this competition. It's right? Attorneys General, John. Yeah. Do we have a do we have a do we have a knock the a knockout round or something? Uh, I I I'm not sure, but I can give you the competing words. Anyway, Sean, do you know what the word of the year is? Riz. It is. It's Riz. Riz. R I Z Z. Don't even know what that means. It's mean. short for charisma. Because, Chad, you got the Riz. You got the Riz. You got yeah. the Riz. You got the Riz. He's got right? an 18 Riz. Yes. You got the look. Mm, Roxette. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, apparently, almost 400,000 people took to social media to join the discussion um, before Goblin Mode was crowned the winner last year, right? right? We talked about that with 93%. So, for 2023, the experts selected a short list of eight words and phrases, all chosen to reflect the mood, etho- ethos, or preoccupations of the year. Mm-hmm. They've, so they released the words uh, to the public head. The zeitgeist, if you will. Yeah, yes. They, so you can't they, use that word because people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So they released the, the, the words to the public in head-to-head voting contests. And the winner emerged from each of those contests, snaring the field down just four finalists. From the final four, the experts then performed one last detailed analysis of our corpus of spoken and written language data, uh. taking into account the votes and public commentary on the finalists and the and then name the definitive Oxford Word of the Year for 2023. Sounds like a lot of circumlocution going yes. on. Yes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Whoa. Stop it. <laughs> so, stop it. So Riz, Riz was the word that won that came out on top. But these are the words that competed against each other. Swifty versus de-influencing. De-influencing? De-influencing. Nice. Like yes. Which won that round? Um, I'm not sure. And I don't know that this article says. I think I that tell you Swifty probably won't. I think that this this article just gives you the head oh, okay. to heads, right? Um, beige flag versus Riz. I don't even know what beige flag is, right? I'm not even gonna Google that. Beige so. flag, a character trait that indicates that a partner or potential partner is boring or yeah. lacks originality. Makes sense. Instead so, of a red flag being an beige issue, flag, a yeah. Beige, a, yeah. I think I'd rather be a red flag than a I beige flag. Right? Right? Red flag, you're gonna have a couple of three months of. Base like they're basically they're couching you as just I don't even want to talk to this human being. So Riz Riz beat that out, right? Um, Heat dome versus prompt. Prompts from like the AI stuff now. An instruction given to an AI program or algorithm. Yeah, Yeah, these people that have labeled themselves prompt engineers now, like you know what. You know what we would call them back now? We call those English teachers back in the day. We had to write an essay. Here's your prompt to write your essay. Parasocial. Desi- designating a relationship characterized by the one-sided, unreciprocated sense of intimacy felt by a viewer, fan, or follower for a well-known or prominent figure. Oh, that's disgusting. That's like a- in which the follower <laughs> or fan comes to Buddy feel Mills. that they know really? the celebrity as a friend. Situationship. Yeah, a romantic or sexual yeah. relationship that is not considered to be formal or You know we call that? Friends with benefits back in the day. <laughs> I, some of these I don't even consider words. Friends I, benefits I like the beige day. flag. That's a, that's a, that should have won. That should have won. I think out of all that's those, a great cut down for somebody right? that's just you know. I think out of all those that that 
made it, I think Beige Flag should have won. Because it's the Beige Flag. Yeah, I don't want to hang like out that. with him. He's a Beige, beige flag. flag. Yeah, that's the first time I've heard of that. Yeah, it, for, yeah, me too. But for some reason, Riz, I guess all the kids use the, the word Riz. I guess I'm an old because I had never heard Cause that. Because charisma is too hard. Look, to, baby. <laughs> charisma is too hard to pronounce. Charisma. Right. Right. Yeah. Too <laughs> hard to spell is what it is. Well, C H R I S M A. Yeah, yeah. Riz, style, charm, or attractiveness, the ability Riz. to attract a romantic or sexual partner. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think Beige Flag should have won. Yeah. I agree. Speaking of the Swifty, have you seen how much fun um, Three Year Letterman's been mm-hmm. having with, with the Swifties? What do you get, 20 million engagement and, and or something? he posted like Carrie Underwood or yeah. something like that. Oh, my God. Well, he calls her Tyler. Tyler. Too. Yeah, oh yeah, he does yeah. that, like, calls people the wrong name and it and gets them in. Tyler Swifty. Lord Maple Leaf from yep. Canada, how yeah. we got him last year. And she's from Canada. He says she's from yeah. Canada or whatever. <laughs> They're like, no, she's from Pennsylvania. Like, they, Same difference. They walk so into stupid. it. They oh, just they totally walk into it. Even even when they when he retweets them and he and that just drives his engagement numbers up, too. Oh, yeah. So hopefully oh, he's getting some money on that. Yeah. Oh, it's called the NFL, sir. Yeah. No, that is hilarious. But yeah, I just thought I'd share those since, Chad, I know you're, you're yeah, a bit of a grammar police. Goblin mode. Yeah, that's a great one. But yeah. Should have been Riz. beige flag. Beige we flag, yeah. Flag. I, think, yeah. I think we're going with beige flag on this one, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I, I think beige flag has a much wider uh, scope of use, mm-hmm. potentially in everyday life, than Riz. Yeah, it's like I know it's weird that they adopted it now, but people never heard of the phrase like milk toast, right? And yeah, what yeah. Called, yeah. yeah, boring yeah. people. Like kind just, of, yeah, milk toast fence sitter type yeah. of thing. You're just you don't really have an opinion. You're yeah. just kind of there. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> just taking up oxygen. Right? Yeah, you're yeah. just taking up space. You're, so they found a way to reinvent that. To milk put toast. it on the flag. Yeah, system. there you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah. And put it on the flag system. Riz. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I guess speaking of, uh, I don't know how to transition to this, but I figure we need to talk about because it it's a big, important topic in sports that happened, and everybody got an opinion on it. And I don't think there's many milk toasts out there on this one, and that's CFP and what went down. Oh, man. Oh, I thought like there were so many. I didn't know if you're going with Shoei Atani or no. Are you going to go with John Ron? Well, I mean, we know what pay him, pay the man. If you're going to pay him, pay him. Well, what's gross is if you look at somebody posted the numbers that he got out, like the mm-hmm. that he gets after taxes. Yeah, and it said something like, "Congrats to the IRS for uh, for free signing a 274 million dollar player." Uh, <laughs> yes, like, they did because yeah. it's taxes. Yeah, it's, it's something terrible. But the thing that is, that's baseball, baby. And there's no there's no salary cap. Right. And until money. until people. Until the owners and they will never do it. They will never do it. Until and they, and they do it, that you just they're just going to yeah, keep I mean, throwing money. And the, and the player association because they have talked about we need a salary cap, and the players association says we don't want one. Which again, it's pure <laughs> capitalism. But you're you're shooting you're shooting your foot off. Yep. I don't follow the baseball, so I, I think I understand that he's a pitcher, but can he also hit the ball, no, too? No, he's, he's, he's so actually an out he's, he's pitcher, a, no, he's outfielder. he's a pitcher, outfielder, and hitter, but he had surgery on his, el- on surgery. his elbow um, back in September, and they're saying right now he can't pitch. He can hit, but he can't pitch. So, so, so he's pretty diverse in terms of yeah. a baseball oh, yes. player. He's not really boxing. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I get the lure there. Again, I don't really watch it, um, even when it comes to like World Series time. $70 million dollars a year. Yep, yep. That's well, New Zealand money right there. Again. So. I know, sir. As we <laughs> I, gone. It's a smart move on it's the Dodgers' part, but and you're going to make that back in merchandise sales oh, yeah. because the the he has a following internationally yep. that will all the angel Is stuff he that they Japanese? own. Japanese, yes. All the angel stuff that they owned, they will now be converting into Dodger stuff. You will make all that money back very quickly. And look, yeah. he didn't even have to sell his fucking house. Nope. No, he just. Yeah, they, there was, yeah. There was yeah. where he live in Anaheim. Yeah, there was thought he was going to Toronto. That would have been a big deal, but 
Apparently, Taylor said no. No, you know what? He'd gone to Toronto. The taxes would have crushed him. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, worse. The, yeah. that's the reason everybody hate to play for the Vancouver Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons the Vancouver Grizzlies moved to Memphis because they couldn't get players to sign there because of mm. the Canadian uh, personal taxes. So you tell me this is what happened to the Expos? Yeah. Are they still a team? No. no. They, they okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> but the, the, the Raptors really are – haven't the, watched in a while, have you? No. no you I, haven't. Haven't. <laughs> I don't. They're, the Expos are the Nationals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the same thing happened with the Raptors. The Raptors, mm-hmm. the Raptors couldn't sign anybody. If they did – they got that initial contract, um, but then they would leave because the personal income taxes in Canada crushed you. Yeah, yeah, but I, yeah, thanks the, Trudeau. I mean, the Dodgers, the, <laughs> the Dodgers have, have basically now just cornered the market on the Asian fan rate. Well, I mean, they, you know, just, <clears throat> you mentioned that, and I just saw the thirty for thirty on uh, Fernando Valenzuela. Mm-hmm. They did it in the eighties yeah. with him. They, yeah. That's the reason the Dodgers, to this day, mm-hmm. is like the number one baseball team that's not Mexican-based. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's, yeah. It's, it's one smart. of those things. It's smart the way you do that. The <laughs> idea about the the um, uh, salary cap, how many years did George Steinbrenner single-handedly stop that because he wanted to – if you were the, the best players his, – his theory was the best players in the world should play for the best team in the world, and that's the Yankees. It – to some degree, I mean, it crushes small market teams, Memphis, Pittsburgh, um, well, uh, Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati yeah. I mean, those are like you just can't you can't, can't compete, compete with that. No. You can't do that. But and I get that. But I do think it was also smart that he, for his sake, he stayed on the West Coast mm-hmm. because it makes it's more well, sense people for the marketing. Are. It's the same he reason could have survived. He could have survived in New York, mm-hmm. but it's one of those deals where because the following his following. It would have gotten up at any time of the day, no matter what time he Watch was him. aired. His game was aired, but it makes a lot the, more we sense. We already had the test case for this. Ichiro. Ichiro yes. spent his whole career yep. at the Mariners. Yep. Now he's back in the in, mm-hmm. in Japan, and I saw a story of him recently where now he and all these old Japanese baseball players are playing against girls. The high girl, school. I saw he that. He destroyed, them. he destroyed them. He's pitching now. Yeah. Ichiro never pitched. Now he's pitching and hitting like grand yeah. slams and stuff, and that's, that's what they do. And yeah. he's like 50-plus years old. Yeah, he had white hair now. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it, I, I had read I had read somewhere I don't know if it was on t- Twix or where where I read it, but uh, Twix I like that's, that that's what I call it right I like that. I call that's it what, Twix I've been trying to get it to catch on and that's I what, no fuzzy that's what fuzzy calls it okay who's fuzzy well I would tell you up here oh okay <laughs> but yeah I've been oh yeah, I, yeah but I've been I've been calling it Twix ever since they merged I've been well, trying to get like, it catch on you still read newspaper articles they say. X formerly known as Twitter. Yeah, no, yeah. I, just, I just say I just say Twix. Twix. So, the, but I somebody had somebody wrote that you know the Saudis you know they got into the live golf thing and and people were saying that they're 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 going to try to break into American sports and if they did the best place for them to do that and buy a team would be baseball mm-hmm. because they could pour all the money into the, into it that they wanted to get all the players team. and just have a super team because there's no cap. Right now that would call I guarantee you the owners would get together and put a salary cap then. Well, Maybe or they're, they buy the Yankees. Maybe they're or smarter like than some people want to give them credit for it because baseball, I think, is pretty much a dead product. Uh, it it's is close. It's, it's close. close. It's close. But I think if you had a super team, I think people would watch it. Yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah, I mean, like think, think about like you generally meet people in your life these days still that are passionate about their NFL teams or their college team. Mm-hmm. I don't really know anybody that's passionate about their like a baseball team. I know a few people. I know who are a few people. Like I know a few. Yeah, a few people that are passionate. Yeah. I, I mean, I grew up people. a huge baseball fan and played it, but I just 
it just never kept my interest after I reached it. I know day. one person who's a baseball fan, like the person who would go to a game and like manually track the statistics. Stuart used to be that. But he, he doesn't even pay attention now. Stuart used to love it. Stuart, Stuart would go to all the UK baseball games. He would go to the bars late and watch the Dodgers. Like Stuart, Stuart was like the one guy that I knew that was like really, really yeah. into it, right? Yeah, but those, I think those are more unicorns than yeah. Yeah. So. NFL yeah. fans. NFL yeah. fans, you know them because they're always in gear, right? Right. Yeah. And the thing about baseball, I understand the, the strategy of it. it is a, it's a complicated sport, mm-hmm. and that might be the reason it's dying because you can't just mm-hmm. casually watch it and get anything out of it. And it's better live than it is on TV for sure. Much better live. I mean, I can't stand it to watch it on TV. But if yep. you take me, say, oh, let's go catch. Well, the clocks, whatever it is, the former Legends team, or or even a Reds team. Let's go catch a few innings of that. If I don't have anything to do, I say, well, let's go, and we'll just hang out yeah, there, and sit have outside, cheap beer and yeah, and play mound ball, yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah. But back to the CFP, you know. So, Florida State, the only Power Five team, to they'll ever be in the ACC before the next season. And they'll be in, yeah, ACC for I mean the, the, the Big Ten. They'll be in the Big but, Ten. Yeah. So it's is is Michigan, Washington, C USA, the ACC. No, he's oh, saying they'll be in the SEC. No, I'm saying I meant I corrected myself. I'm, they will be in the Big Ten this time next year. FSU? Yes, absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Uh, I, I, I'm mark it down. I'm okay. making book on All right. that. Okay. They All have right. a prop bet for that, John? I bet you they do. Yes, I'm sure they do. So did they get screwed or did they not get screwed? They 110% got screwed. Did they get screwed or did they not get screwed? Uh, I don't think they got screwed based on the precedent of college uh, sports because when UC had Kenyon Martin and he broke his leg in a championship game, they downgraded him to a three seed. So there's a a precedent set in college athletics. So it's actually written in the context of the rules that the the committee follows, mm-hmm. like that they take that into consideration. Here's what I say, like I think what we will get is a better product. Mm-hmm. I mean, who? Who can't see Michigan tighten of the game in, in yesteryear, mm-hmm. right? And Alabama, more recent, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, dynasty. dynasty. Yeah. Who can't say that that can be a good, even if it ends up being a boring mm-hmm. game, yeah. it's still what the people want. I sure. get that. It's TV. But even they went back, because I'm sure like you guys oh, kind of went homer on this stuff. They went back and read through the BCS projections and the yeah. BCS projections. Texas would have got left out. Yeah. 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 I mean, Fleur State got screwed, but they're playing in a chump league right now, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I can see why they made that decision. Do I feel bad at Fleur State? No, but they did get screwed. But the problem goes back to, I think we probably said this two million times on the show, in what fucking world do you have a four-person like playoffs? I mean, mm-hmm. 14 playoffs. Yeah. Well, it's not going to matter next year because we're going to be 12, 12 right? But then yeah. that's not, not going to be enough. Then we're going to be right. bitching that they 13. Yeah. And, well, you know. it's never going to be enough. Well, and, and it's all about TV. It's all about TV. Oh, yeah, it's right. a product oh, on TV. Like, who, people, people would probably, if, there were, if it was Florida State and Michigan, Okay, let's just say nobody watch it when they and they got their 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 second string quarterback that wrote Rod Third. or well no because he was the second string was in concussion protocol so he okay. would he would likely be back for okay. the for the playoff right so let's say people sit down start watching it okay well then Florida State just starts getting rolled well guess what right. that channel guess what somebody's gonna do turn the channel right. right? Totally. It's viewership. It's commercial sales. Yeah, it's, all, it's all that. You know, it's everything. And people forget that ESPN has a hand in this too, right? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, I'm, 
judging from what I've read, I'm not sure people forgot about the ESPN's hand in the on the scale. Um, one thing so I will they say, haven't forgotten. They it? have not. Yeah, forgotten about the thumb on the scale from ESPN. The the mouse takes all. One thing I will point out that Chad said: champions of yesteryear. Michigan has won one championship in my lifetime. One. They aren't that good. They were never that good. They're not some historic program. But, they just but, have a big dump no, that they put people, people in. people see them as, as an yes, historic program. Yes, because it's marketed that yeah. way. They, well, because there's 100,000 people sitting there cheering each other to another crappy loss with another shitty team, and Bo Schembechler runs out there and they touch some stupid banner. Like, it's idiotic. The whole thing is based on four, 1922 and those sir, stupid helmets that made them look like they like were a fast. Champion, okay? Oh, that's Notre Dame, sir. Um, and Desmond worse. Howard gets up there and he's just propping them up he's the one person that's won anything literally they won one championship in my life that motherfucker still looks good for his age though i mean yeah compared to some of those because, other geezers on the well, husband show he, he now, a haircut. that's correct it's because he protects himself anytime temperature drops below a balmy 65 he has on gloves and earmuffs yeah <laughs> and he does whatever's working for him it's it working, is working yeah. now one thing i will say is florida state got i don't think florida state i think the kids on the team got screwed those kids lined up and played every game, played every yeah. play, and did everything that they were told to do. They played the schedule in front of them. They were told to go undefeated. That's all they, they did. Control. And there's nothing else they can do. The problem, in my opinion, is you belie the fact that everybody knows your conference stinks yes. because you said before the season started, we're trying to find a way out of this because we know this conference stinks. And – well, because if, well, if you look back, like this four-team thing, I, I'm not sure that 12 is the answer. I've I've recently joined the camp that I'm not sure that's really the best thing for the sport yep. because I think no matter what number you get, 13, 14, 15, yes. we're pissed. If it's eight, nine, 10, 11, we're yeah, pissed. Think about this: people if bitch about six, the NCAA seven, eight, men's stuff. Oh well, they should have at least got a chance for the playing game. There are like, people. Yeah. Every, yeah. People come on that stupid show constantly bitching about numbers 63 through 68. Yes. And I'm like, you can't – there's a point at which we – it's it's just not everybody playing terms. You, you know, those kids got screwed. You're right. They went out. They, they took they care of business. Job. They did their job. But, you know, this, this is the old hard ass and old wisdom, like from an old person. It's a good life lesson. When oh. you When you – the moment you realize, like, hey, this isn't what I was sold. There are corporate people controlling this. And they're controlling the money that is made and how it is distributed, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, absolutely. I hate and that it, they have to learn it this way. It well, I mean, but it sucks. It's something they'll never forget, and they'll know that going forward. It, yeah, the, right? the taste. One another point I will make quickly is that this four team, everybody's like, because I, I read the same thing. So this is what the BCS would have had. This is what if this year was a twelve team playoff, you would have been in. Okay. There was one conference that chose that vetoed the idea of moving to a twelve conference playoff this season, and you would have had a twelve conference playoff. Now. This year. One of them was the ACC. And one of them was the ACC. Right. Like, your shitty conference they know they won't get did rolled. the job. If you, again, I know I'm a homer, but if you watched pre-selection show as Alabama whipped that ass, when you showed up there, every single channel was Greg Sankey before the game, before the SEC 
championship was even played before you knew that Georgia lost. He was out there saying that Georgia, well, that you know, SEC, Alabama deserves to be SEC. in this playoff. Well, yeah, Georgia were, deserves to be in this playoff. We didn't. We, we deserved to have he two was, teams. He in was. This he was. He was lobbying. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, because, he, because that's his job. Right. He was out. He's working, working every minute because that was the day that everybody was talking about the sport. Everybody was. And that's the, the reason the Pac-10 died. And he was mm-hmm. out there doing it. Yeah, because the they didn't have a commissioner that would champion. You did not see anybody from the so ACC. So let me switch this up a little bit. It doesn't matter who wins this game. Florida State deserves in, in this team because they're undefeated. I'll add one thing about this. Suit. So you can't tell me that they didn't get screwed because they did, kind of. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's again they're gonna the, the people in control are gonna choose what's gonna sure. bring the viewership. But you've got a team that ran the table, mm-hmm. and they're the other division conference champion got mopped by like a, a four like a number yeah. four ranked. I mean, the number four ranked in the East of the SEC. Mm-hmm. You're not playing the same game. No, you're, you're no, you're clearly not. not. No. You're not. Right. You're playing football, but you're not playing SEC football. But it's the same thing with last year when TCU got in. People right. like that TCU don't belong. And yes, they beat Michigan, but then they got rolled by Georgia. Yeah, absolutely. Run. Yeah, they so got run. That begs the question where I was going with this. Like, this is the first time I have not been able to confidently say how that Final Four will play it, at least in my eyes. I've been wrong before. No, you, know, you guys are too. Yeah. Like, I'm like, is Michigan good? I mean, you beat Ohio State, and right. that, I mean that's your. That's but the rest of your conference sucks. Exactly. Right. And and you, and you played no one. Right. Yeah. Outside. No you yeah. did, uh, Carrie. They did not leave the state of Michigan for a month and a half. Yeah. They didn't play anyone. They RIP'd their coach, who apparently rose from the dead twice in one right. season. Missed six Bears. games. Bears. <sighs> and also, okay, so the next one, Washington. They look mm-hmm. good in the times I've watched them, mm-hmm. but. Their only opponent really has been Oregon, right? I mean, Pac-12 good is yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. No. Yeah, Pac-12 good is never okay. good enough. You right? look at Alabama's yeah. resume. How they got there is like, I mean, desperation pass. And the, oh, yes. I mean, their victories were not assuring to me. They're no. saying like this team yeah. is dominant. This is the first, this is the first time, though. I will say with the exception of the last game, they did to Georgia something we've not seen happen to Georgia in, in 29 games. Yeah. Yeah. It, they... And I watch Alabama football. Again, I watch SEC football. The all those people who said if you're going to dance on the grave of Saban and the and the Todd dance lightly were a thousand percent yes. right. Correct. That first series where Georgia came out and they did Georgia things. After that, I was I, I could not believe I was watching on both sides, offensively and defensively. Those lines were destroying Georgia. I could not believe that, and yep. I still can't. You hear after the game. When the Alabama staff and Saban said we knew we we knew early on we didn't have to worry about Brock Bowers and Lad McConkey because they were they couldn't they were limited as to what they could do because they were still injured, and that's a situation where unfortunately injuries occurred at the wrong time of the season mm-hmm. because I think if you played that game three months before a different outcome right. may have been likely. Well, you had said Same it to me earlier, and I told you that I didn't believe it, and it turns out I'm eating crow. But you said that Alabama's continuing to Peru week after week. Um, and so they made their way in, but they were also beaten early in the season by the team that's got the second, like, or Texas, yeah, Texas. So, I mean, like, this is the first time I don't like 
it to me it's like a coin toss for both of those. Well, games. and this is the first time in that since the playoff was enacted that things just haven't worked themselves out, right? Because right. it's always yeah. been oh, We've well, this will work it, so this will shake out, it'll yep. shake out, whatever. And it's this is always. the first time that it didn't. Yeah, so it's always taking care of itself until it didn't. And these people who sat there for months eating to eat, just literally worrying cheese. about what they had for lunch, what their order was, why is my roast beef tempered? There, that's all they did. They essentially got to the end and said screw it turn into homework we're out school's over and (laughs) there's no repercussion you aren't bringing me back you aren't asking me tomorrow you don't even care what i think anymore that they literally turned in what they wanted to turn in there was reason for it i'm not saying they got it wrong i'm saying that it's it stinks i I do think it's I'm, i'm not the person that that falls for that a lot of times but i thought it was terrible when that jordan travis kid i think it's his name um yeah, it is broken Although leg. He did start at Louisville, and that does not please me. <laughs> when he tweeted that he wished he'd broken his leg earlier in the season, mm-hmm. so they could have seen what his team was, what mm-hmm. his team was it's really like, all about. Yeah. That sucks. I mean, that's terrible. Yeah, but that's. I think the only way this is ever rectified happened. in most people's eyes would be for Alabama just to destroy Michigan. Yeah. Oh, now, if that comes out and that happens, mm-hmm. what's that? From your lips to God's ears. I mean, ears. Yeah. you give Dick Saban a month yep. to prep for anybody. You, telling you. It's, it's scary. I, did you did you see the Twix video of the announcement of who they get to play? Oh, does the, that, the, the Michigan, Michigan team? They look shell shocked. Oh yeah, there was no reaction. Yeah. Right it was until just like, until one guy in the back who's yay. running the video starts clapping like a yeah. madman, and people are like, "Oh, we should be happy, right? We we're number one, Bama. We're, oh yeah. Right? No. <laughs> oh. Now what's what's going to happen is my prediction 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 prediction. It's going to be Alabama Texas rematch. I think that's what it's going to be. And Saban's going to have his really? hair on yeah. fire. And, I mean, I, I, I can't see the preview of the no, SEC. But, but yeah. once, once again, it's going to be the Jedi Master versus the Padawan, right? right. It'll, it'll be a former Nick Saban right. coach versus Nick Saban. So, and I hope it shakes out like that, because that's a game I definitely wouldn't want to watch. Mm-hmm. Preferably not on fucking Monday night, but... Oh, my God. Anyway, that's a whole other One more time, that should not be on fucking Monday night. But anyway, like... For some reason, I've got more invested in this four, this final four, hmm. just because I like there's so much uncertainty in my mind mm-hmm. because nobody has other like I thought Georgia was a juggernaut until they ran into yeah. Alabama. Like I was like Kirby Smart's gonna like be three P again. Right? They were living on borrowed time. Yeah, they I really were that. this season. Well, I I do think there were things that worked against Georgia. The history piece, I, I know that history really doesn't affect day to day of the game, no. but. I, the injury thing. Those kids came out there, and they – the injury thing, I think, got them. I also don't think that they utilized enough of their depth. They had the perfect scenario where Saban – he won – I think he won that game by not starting Milrow against USF in August like mm-hmm. or September. Like, that was a shit show. When he brought in that Tyler Buckner or whatever, the kid that's now in the transfer portal – for lacrosse, mm-hmm. and that kid was a quarterback down there, and they stank. The locker room was divided. Everybody was done, and then he goes back to Milrow, and they started slowly. In my opinion, they started this slow build where they ended up – kids got better. They had some injuries, but Georgia Georgia's had injuries at the, at the worst possible time, and I think they also ended up in a scenario where they weren't sure what to do, that Carson Beck – reverted back to the kid that you thought he might be having mm-hmm. never started before. And when that line failed, 
he was running for his life and he didn't have many choices and none of them were good yeah yeah so it's gonna be interesting to see how it shakes Absolutely. out for sure yeah Absolutely. yeah so speaking of things shaking out so john blinded us so what did you all opinions uh guesses on proof guesses on whatever you want to whatever you want to guess it was a wild card for me okay because my first taste of it it came out hot mm-hmm. and i don't know if that's the proof of it or mm-hmm. if that was just like you know starting off at home, I've been drinking a lot of bourbon, like with ice for some reason. Oh, okay. Like I've just been like slow rolling it with rocks. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe that's some of it too. So when I added a little water, splashed water to it, it really opened up and it changed it completely to make it really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, this could be like a shitty fourteen dollar bottle of bourbon, but to water, me, when water I, actually water helped it, it. Helped. Oh, it. totally, one hundred percent. What's um, the proof you think? The, the first taste of it, I mean, it came in like at a, to me, like a plus 100. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Like it came in kind of round. Real. We're coming, so, we're coming in hot. <laughs> yeah. But after, you know, adding a little bit of water, obviously that changed everything. It, it drinks, it drank, started drinking more like at a normal 90 proof. Yep. Okay. Yeah. I'd have to agree with Chad with that. That was my, that first tip was like, ooh, fire, fire. Yeah. <clears throat> but after that, look, got a little bit of air to it, mm-hmm. got away from the neck pour. Mm, that's what it was. That's it was the neck, neck pour. pour. It was the neck pour. I would say it's about a ninety-five. I think ninety. It smells like something I've had before. It's got a very. I didn't familiar. get the t- the super hotness that y'all got off really? of it. Yeah, yeah. No, we had the I neck didn't. pour. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You all had the neck pour. I didn't. But like I said, like you know, throughout the summer, like because it's so hot, like mm-hmm. if I'd have a bourbon, I'd have it on rocks. And I just decided that for casual drinking at you home, like it better. I, it, it's just okay. I, I like yeah. it. I mean, it's you know. I get hydrated as well. There you right? go. There you, know? you go. I mean, that's what um, you want, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. You got now, I, ice cubes to suck on. I All thought right. I thought it was okay. At Ninety proof. I thought it was actually a little thin, a little bit. Could be. But I mean, you know, I yeah. I don't know anything about it. Other no, than it's I, I have I have no idea. Yeah, I, I thought it was drinkable. It yeah, wasn't. Totally. It wasn't totally garbage, right? No, it wasn't. I, I thought it was solid for like what we had last show. Mm. It's going to disappoint me if he tells me it's made in Branson, Missouri, <laughs> by like some Quakers that like you know. Like or some weird stuff oh, like so, that. Uh, one of them damn New York bourbons. Oh yeah, yeah. Hudson be, Bay. Yeah, or yeah. Didn't, didn't y'all start did with that? that yeah. One time? So what is what it? What did we have last? I don't remember. It was bad. Sean is back there. No, it's over on the it barrel. Oh, it was that. Uh, uh, it looked like a pot. Oh, it did look like the yeah. pot still, yeah. but yeah, it yeah, was, yeah, it's over on the barrel. Been, yeah, it was relegated. Yeah. Um, so what is it? Even so this is smoke wagon rye. So it's MGP. Yeah. That explains the hotness because I was like, "This drinks like a fucking rye." Yeah. But what proof? I didn't think it was super spicy uh, though. Oh, there you go. There you go. I didn't think yep, it was super spicy though. Oh, I did. Right. Like, oh, did like, you? But then, I, but I was like, I was like, John wouldn't have pulled out a rye. That was my initial thought. I was like, John's shown us a rye, and I'm like, then when I added the water to it, it drank like a high rye bourbon. Mm-hmm. It was. I was surprised because I did think it was rowdy in the beginning. I've never spicy, seen this product, but it's it was something I weirdly found at uh, Costco when they. Uh, Hmm. It's as though when the the Bottle smoke wagon bond. train showed up, they it all showed up. Is it is it MGP? Did you look? I mean, it. I, you know what? I didn't. It's from Vegas. I can't see it. I'm gonna try a little another little dash of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. from Vegas. And you think about it, trying to do bourbon out in Vegas. How much air conditioning you'd have to have? Right. Yeah. Because because of the dryness right. of yeah. it. Yeah. It. This is the second or. third. Third, I think it's the second thing we've had from them. Yeah, it's the I've second. I've had lots of smoke yeah. like yeah. bourbon. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Yeah. But I've never seen them have a rye. Do you need your glasses, man? Yeah, I do. I, do. I need to go get glasses. Yeah, somebody I needs need to, to go get, get glasses yeah. so that we can read this. We all old. Yeah, for real, dog. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. 
I can't. I can't tell if it's MGP. I or blame not. the fool that put silver writing on green labels. Mm. That's yeah, that's the problem. Clear. It's a festival looking bottle. It's a festival looking bottle. It's like not the bottle. bad. The, like bottle's the bottle's nice. Yeah. So we drank all that today. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. It uh, distilled from a traditional rye mash bill consisting of fifty-one percent rye, forty-nine percent corn. A high percentage of corn adds a nice, rich sweetness that balances out. So it's just barely the a flavor rye. notes yeah. of rye. Yeah. I think that's why I didn't rye get a lot of spiciness off of pepper. it. I got no black pepper. And cinnamon spice. Uh, cinnamon. cinnamon, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Hint. Maybe. Smell, but not a taste. Creating a flavor profile that starts off creamy, rich with fruit, and candy flavored. Notes has a big bowl, complex, spicy finish that lingers for an eternity. Oh, an eternity. I didn't get the eternity. All right. I mean, I thought it was decent. But it still doesn't say where it was made? It doesn't say where it's made. Uh, it says, well, pardon me, you're correct. Aged and bottled in Nevada, HNC Distilling Company, uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, distilled in Indiana. Yeah. There you go, MGP. 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 Yeah. That would be why Sean said it tasted familiar to him. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I've, I've brought MGP rise over here before. Yeah. yeah. That was... Uh, yeah. So what is the price point on that? Hurried off to the desert. Uh, it was probably 59 I okay. would have bought it. I think. Yeah. Not, that's, yeah. That's not Did terrible. they just have it at one, just one time? And it was. That's the one time I've seen it. Um, huh. it, it because Costco is a hit and miss kind of place. They have the traditional yep. big bottle options. Then they've got this, like, there's a, a bougie section um, of crap. You like that, you have to get there at the right, t- or the right day. Yeah, though, it's right? totally yeah. random. Totally right day, random. right time. Yeah. Just, yeah. I saw somebody uh, put on one of those groups. They were wheeling in the pallet of the Bottle and Bond Heaven Hill product there. Um, the seven-year one now? Yeah, which was apparently a lie that it would never be sold here because mm. well. it's everywhere. Well, they have to got to make their money now because they took away the, Correct. They took away the thing that was worth it. Mm-hmm. But, yes, yeah, that's de- decent. It was decent. Um, not, not How decent. recently did you get this? Was this like in the last week or two? Uh, or? It was. Wow. So during the Christmas, weeks. you ventured yeah. over there doing holiday shopping and stuff too. Surprising. Fuck. That place is a zoo. I can't imagine. I don't go to the store anymore. I really don't. We either have we either have the Walmart Plus delivery, or I just tell him what I need, and then he gets it while he's there. Like right. I haven't been to the grocery store in months really? because between Blue Apron, the Walmart deliveries, and then him just bringing stuff home. I might tell you, I have to go. I try to sign up for Blue Apron, mm-hmm. and there's just none of the options have any. They don't even have an option to do gluten free stuff. So I, I think I think uh, oh, Hello maybe. Fresh Hello Fresh might. That, yeah. yeah, I couldn't find it. No, yeah. I, they, they may not. They may not. I think HelloFresh does. It. It's there's, there's, there's a bunch of there's a there's so many of them out there now yeah. of those uh, the the food the meal delivery services. There's mm-hmm. something out there that would be gluten free. Um, but I just it, whatever one you go with, I just like it for the convenience of the fact that we get three recipes. Yeah. I don't have to think about it, and yeah. then you know I can I can parse them out to when if he's late or early or whatever you, know, you can parse them out or whatever. Right. So I mean I like the convenience of the the meal delivery service yeah i totally and get it we I got mean, yeah we got the thanksgiving box which we really liked and so now we're going to try since john has to work on christmas eve we're actually going to try they have a, a roast beef holiday box that ooh. we're going to try so we'll see how that goes but yeah i just like the convenience of it oh totally to I, get it, yeah. Yeah. I was looking i was like man that could be really good and I, you know they got the premiums like even if you want to go from hanger sure. steak to something yeah, yeah, better yeah yeah you know. yeah but and I don't think like the cost for for what you get and the convenience of it the the cost is not, is not is not as you know going to the grocery store you'd probably pay more it's to try to it's about yeah. the same they got good yeah. meat 
They do have good meat. Yeah, and to you're tell like you the truth, thing yeah. that you don't have to go out. You don't have to spend your time. Sure. Standing behind somebody yeah. writing a check. Right. <laughs> well, one thing Robin I was there. thought about now, I'm assuming that it's a gimmick. Like, because I always like suck at those spin the wheel discount things. Mm-hmm. So I spun the wheel for that one. I got $200 off. Oh, wow. Like, that was the highest thing you get. So yeah. I wonder, like, did they game up on this so that everybody gets this? So Probably. think you're getting a good deal. Yeah, Probably. But you know what? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, just like a fish. I was like, okay, you got right. me. You got but me. But then I looked at the recipe options and I'm like, this is untenable. Bummer. doesn't fit for you. Yeah. Because I actually like the recipes, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, like, the stuff, like, because, like, the earliest they could get me in would have been the 19th to get mm-hmm. me in their cycle. Yeah. The stuff that they had for that week, I mean, like, yeah. literally one dish that Jen could have eaten. Right, and it's yeah. Like, eh, yeah, yeah. Ch- check out some of those other ones, though, because I know that there's ones out there that are gluten-free sure. and stuff like I that. I think there's some that specialize in oh, gluten-free. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I'm sure they specialize in taking higher prices. Too. Yes, Probably. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. they do. All right, end of the show shout-outs. End of the show shout-outs. I'm going to shout-out uh, the Bryan Station Defenders. I went to the uh, championship they game. Tried, they, they, they tried, man. They tried. They, they, they lost, tried. but they tried. Yeah. They, 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 they really did. Well. As I was sitting there talking to the roommate when we were watching the game, I was like, please let them score one more time in the first half. And I think that hinged on it. And uh, all you coaches out there, I'm not a coach, but think about this. Uh, teach your teams to deal with prosperity. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. And mm-hmm. that's what I saw at that game. Oh, uh, yeah. Station was hyped. And then when they hit a little adversary, they just, just the wind just, just got wilted, sucked huh? out. Yeah. yeah. And they couldn't come back from it. But first high school football game I'd seen in about 10 years. Well, and props to them for getting there. Yeah, I mean, they that's got a, there. That's an good. accomplishment. And, and here's the thing. There was an article on one of the news stations, and Chad can attest to this, is that we were very unique, particularly in Lexington, is that we still support our high school. Because mm-hmm. all my friends who went to Lafayette, Tate's Creek, Henry Clay, they could care less about mm-hmm. what's going on in high school and rarely talk to people, but you don't do that at Bryan Station. You still talk to folks that you see there. Yep. May not want to on occasion, but you still <laughs> right. do it and you still celebrate with no, them. So I, I hate, it was a good time. I hate my high school and I hope they lose every game they ever play mm. in the history of the world. What do you think about East Carter, John? <laughs> I think they got robbed when they got they were forced to go down to to uh, uh, Bobcat Mountain, where they had to play not Central or up Bell County, and the, I watched it on my damn phone. And they were going to win that damn game until it got forced into overtime because of a bad call. Way to set it's that hook, baby. Time. Way to it's set that hook. Me off. I'm still mad about it. Again, so East you Carter traveled three and a half hours. Those people, they no roads to get there. And they went down there. They played hard. They got skunked in the first half, but they came storming back, took a lead, should have damn won. See, John. Yeah. See, John could be a station graduate. Yeah. Yes, yeah. That's He's how we are. Passion, that's how yeah. we are. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to shout out everybody still listens to this show. We appreciate you listening. Um, I, I say that because Jen got her Spotify wrapped. And she's listened to literally every single show that we've ever done. Thanks, yeah. Jen. Really? Thank yeah. you. But her, you know, her percentage was she's in the top eighteen percent of it. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> like, you know, usually like well, we she like she homers out on some artists, and she'll sometimes she'll make like the top sure. one or top point oh five percent. Like Zach Bryan, she's always in his like top one percent. But she's listening to every episode. She's like, what the fuck is this? Eight top eighteen <laughs> percent. Wow. All right. <laughs> maybe we have some repeat listeners. Maybe like, let's do an episode and go back to it. it. It's the bots. I got a lot of questions. I about do. That. I didn't. Yeah. yeah. I got a lot of questions. Hmm. I don't use that platform, so it didn't tell me what I'd wasted my life on. But I got. I told you I got busted, didn't I? I confess uh-uh. on myself. Like a year or two ago, like Marin left her Spotify logged in on one of my TVs, right? So I started playing Quinn the Eskimo on repeat. Oh, did fuck, you? I fuck, love just it. Just to fuck with her Spotify wrapped. And That's then when I hilarious. told her, she was like, "If you would continue, that would have been so." Bad. <laughs> 
podcast at you. <laughs> I don't use Spotify. So, oh, I love Spotify. Yeah, I, I used to be a Pandora person, and I guess uh-huh. I still kind of am. Um, I never got into Spotify. And in the car, to be honest with you, I like my XM. Yeah. I like I, my Sirius XM. I really do. That's the two things. I like my Sirius XM. And I don't have unlimited data. Because everywhere I go, I'm on wireless. Mm. I'm on yeah. somebody's network mm-hmm. with VPNs or whatever. So I've never bought unlimited. So I don't. Yeah. I don't subscribe to Spotify. I don't subscribe to Pandora. And a- for that Amazon reason. Music used to be super cool. And when when you were just a Prime subscriber, and now they've kind of taken it all away, and you have to subscribe, yeah, to subscribe to, to there yes. separately. And I'm like, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you used to make purchases and they right. give you more like digital credit over yeah. there. Oh, you, yeah. or, they give you, or listen to it early before yeah. it gets to your house. Yeah, you, you get the early access. Yeah, it used to be mm. cool, but now not. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Hmm, shout outs. Um, well, bowl seasons. Bowl season's always fun. It's a good time of year. It's the point where, despite the fact that it's like when you were a kid and your elders warned you about like you should enjoy this or, you know... This won't last. For, things don't last forever. You just never believe it. Well, in football, you never believe that either. But it, it really is a sprint, not a marathon. Yes. So, we've gone through the season. We're now to bowl season. Um, I enjoy thoroughly the drama of bowl season. Um, I love the fact that Louisville fell all the way down to some poinsettia bowl in San Diego because nobody wanted them. Um, and it's funny to me that Kentucky's beating Louisville screwed up a lot of the ACC stuff. It was glorious, that, was it? Was that, it not? Uh, that hurt. Once Florida State went was not in the playoff, Kentucky beating Louisville threw everything else off. Everybody got slated down, and then Kentucky gets to go play Clemson and Dabo. That's one of my right. favorite, your, your favorite, people. favorite people on earth. I mean, we know he that won't sack care. of shit. Did you see his video where it looked like he was at the basement of the Methodist Church, mm. sitting there on that paneling wall? And he, he he's mm. blinked twice if you're being held hostage, Dabo. No, no he don't him. care. He's I'd like, leave him. yeah. Um, oh, I, you think he's leaving Clemson? No, no, no. Oh, no, okay. No, we aren't that lucky. Um, <laughs> I, I do think it's it's funny though because he, he I love the he did the video um, the video call that now talk about somebody look like a hostage uh, Mike Norvell and Kirby mm. look like two people that would rather sit on tax for the remainder of their days than be on that thing talking about a bowl game that neither one of them wanted to be in because everything right. went to hell in yep. one afternoon um, but all, it, the, all the calls for like Florida State to just not show up there's too much money involved for them not oh, to no, do that's that right cash money. So yeah, it's, that's what well I it. I, I don't know if Kerry did write it down, but I, I hope you did mark the tape because I think this is one of those. The result of this is going to be you creating an us against the world mentality at Florida State. This mm-hmm. is we we got wronged. Nobody's ever the world's against us. Those kids, the players, the administration. This is how you build a championship team that will dominate isn't, somebody. In isn't the that what Bobby did all those years he was there? He told us it was Florida State against the fucking world. But. Unfortunately, that it was one. 30 years ago, but Bobby was, yeah. Bobby was right for his moment in time when he said our best chance to a championship is the ACC. Mm-hmm. It is no longer the case. No, no. You have to be in one of these two mega conferences. Right. You have to find a way into one of those. I think Florida State, I think this may well set off another, another expansion. I don't think it's going to be huge, but I think the SEC gains a couple. I think Florida State finds their way... Probably in the Big Ten. I don't. I think the we'll SEC, see. because you know what? The word on the street was <laughs> that they raised the money early this season for the entry fee into the SEC. The exact amount of money they need, they raised it. 
I mean, I would be fine with it, but they would be like, you know, they would be like in Kentucky. They were going to be knocked down and kicked down. I agree. But, the, it, it, like, but they'll get, they'll benefit from but, everybody else's and money. Sure. And their alumni base will eat it up. Yep. Oh, but of I, course. Yeah. They've yeah. got a big alumni back But if I'm, I don't think the word senior Seminole is accurate, but if I'm the guy that's in charge of the whole thing, it's better for me to be in the Big Ten because I now give the Big Ten a southern footprint. It is a thumb in the eye of the SEC. And I, I don't think that the, the concept of veto power from original members or current members is a real thing anymore, but Florida is not going to be happy if you bring them in there. I think Kentucky, Which is, would be wild. would love that if it happened. Oh right? I mean, because that's one of the best things about Alabama and Albert. They've been in the same conference for 100 stuck, years. Stuck with each other for like a bad marriage for and, a thousand years. And you wait for that game every damn yep. year. They and hate each yeah. other, and they can't wait to hate them again. Yep. And it... I, Kentucky. I mean, they destroyed think, the, the tree in Tumor's Corner, right? I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that that's a level of hate. Right? That dude poisoned the, th- yeah. the trees. He got mad at trees. Yeah, I know. He was mad at trees. <laughs> I think the it SEC, just means more, John. Oh, it does. <laughs> Let me tell you, it sure as hell does. I, I'm excited though because it's um, I'm excited to play Clemson. I think that'll be fun. It, Dabo said when he was in the church basement that he didn't wasn't sure if he's going to have any defensive players. He might have to play cornerback himself to which stoops rightly responded you could do it i've seen you run on that field run down that stupid hill like an idiot wait for a hammy to tear drives me any 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 other shout outs well i would i will revisit one more i've i've mentioned how they were wrong i would i would revisit one more time how we appreciate the inside help today Mm, yeah you're welcome the celebration committee mm-hmm. really appreciates this. <laughs> the Christmas Damn. committee. Well, I'm going to shout out first of all celebration. I'm going to shout out the Evan Williams uh, experience, the Evan Williams Bourbon experience. Is it nice, our yeah. BFF share. Honestly, highly recommend. Eighteen dollars, one hour tour. You get a tasting, um, and they have a bar upstairs that is really nice. Uh, I actually had a a, a old fashioned called sweater weather that had chocolate bitters. Hmm. Never had chocolate. It was delicious. Um, but yeah, I would shout out that totally worth it. And because you get a lot, you get more, you get a lot of history, and you kind of learn who Evan Williams was, yeah. and you learn the more hist- historical aspects of the distillery than just oh how this is how yeah. bourbon is made, right? Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I tell people to do that one at Old yeah. Forester in downtown Louisville. The Old Forester one's good, but I really like this one because yeah. I like kind of the video, a little interactive portion, and it was only an hour, and you got a tasting. I didn't get a tasting at the Old Forester one. You I've didn't? Not, I didn't. Not the one I took. I've never. I've done it twice. I didn't get it either. I time. got a tasting one up there. When you go up to the steel and go into the room in the top, yeah. Oh, well, no. Tasting. Wait, okay. I well. must have stopped it. Then, yeah, so I, that was really good. Highly recommend. And um, did Old Forester have a Rick House sort of? Yes. yes. Yeah. They yeah. Did. You, you, that's where you used to pick. You used to pick bourbons. Yeah. And you walk okay. down the Rick House yeah. after you've ridden you, the elevator up. They're actually okay. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, not, it's, it's just it's, it's a small. Show it's yeah. Just for yeah. I think it was like a hundred or something barrels. Something like that. I was surprised at the the number of people because in this when we walked through there people because she asked like where people from New Hampshire, Delaware, weirdo like so people came in there and she said this is what a Rick House looks like. Because she asked, have any of you been in a Rick house before? And 
the two of us had, but that was about it. Yeah. So then people were like, oh, well, this is what it looks like. And people seemed interested in that. Because if you hadn't seen one, you aren't sure how yeah. it's stored. But then I, I told John, I was like, hot. but the Rick houses are usually dark, dirty, dusty, and hot. Hot as hell. <laughs> well, and cold as a and cold, in, in the wintertime, yes. And yeah, keep yeah. your eye, if you're like me, you're keeping an eye on those plum bobs. Yes. Because, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Things that go shift. <laughs> yeah. Right. So Because a few have come down in the past five or six years. Well, right. Yeah. So definitely shout out to that Highly recommend if you're in Louisville. Like I said, it's an hour. It's eighteen dollars. Totally worth the time. Two dollar discount if you sign up on email. But mm. I also shout out Six Ten Magnolia, which oh. is Edward Lee's restaurant. <sighs> it was amazing. Uh, I love the setup. I love the concept that they have thirty tables and that's all they seat in one night. They're not turning and burning. You're not in a hurry. And he was actually there, shockingly enough, and actually took the time to come around to every table and at least say hello. Friendly, so, engaging. I was actually Very welcoming. Yes. Yeah. To to paraphrase, uh, what's his face, Dennis Farina mm-hmm. from the classic movie Snatch, mm-hmm. when he was coming through uh, customs, and they said, "Do you have anything to declare?" Never go to fucking Louisville. <laughs> his was never go to his was never go to England. So I will also shout out the uh, the UK rugby team, men's rugby yeah. team, yes. who beat those birds with teeth to become the NCAA division. Oh. No, no, division no, 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 sorry, Division One AA national champions. Correct. Yes. Got that right in the end. Hashtag not my NCAA. Right, yeah. Because rugby is not an NC2A sport. No, it is not. Sadly enough, it should be. Um, No, keep your hands off my sport, NCAA. But... They, what about like fishing it, and stuff like that? Are those NC2A? No. 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 Okay. Soccer's rifle, rifle? Rifle is. Rifle is. Yeah. Soccer is because they've got like, they're in like, we're in the Mac for soccer, right? Yeah. yeah. That's soccer, a Title Nine thing. It's though. a Title Nine thing. But yeah, I don't think because not soccer. all not all SEC teams like have the same men's and women's it's sports, mm-hmm. and that's why UK has to be in some different conferences in some of those other sports, because it's a title, it's like a title yeah, nine I thing. I don't, I don't know if soccer is. Yeah, I wonder if, I think if, if that phrase it just means more resonates with the soccer players. Hmm. Well, I mean, what language are you going to translate that shit into? <laughs> <laughs> but shout out to the rugby team. Excellent season. And, you know, gets gets more eyes on the sport, I think, too. It's um, a fun sport to watch. It is. A, oh, it's, it's a, a lot of fun. Sport. It's I great. It. Yeah. I was glad that you they know. had. How does it differ for you? What are the, the nuances between it and Australian rules football? Oh, wow. Uh, Australian rules football is a circular field. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I've never a, played that a, or watched and that. And you can actually, I think in Australian rules football, you when you're running, you can you can pass it forward. And I think you can just randomly kick it through the uprights and yeah, score points. Score, point. point. yeah. score yeah. one point that uh, way? Or, yeah. or whatever. However many points yeah. it counts um, as. And I now I want UK to get on the seven squad. Yes. They bring up sevens. Oh, I'm yes. I'm interested to see if that, if this, hopefully it does. Because UK and U of L were top <laughs> seeded teams all year long. So the two of them had not played. Uh, since COVID, but the two of them had a lot of, there was a lot of exposure. Mm-hmm, were, mm-hmm. I mean, we went to three or four games and there was a bunch of people, including that Dick from North Carolina, who I'm glad lost. Yeah. But state, but it was NC state, even a real school. Mm, barely. Yeah. But UK has enough yeah, players. Cool. UK has enough players to they do an A and B squad. So they could do a sevens. They could easily they could do, do a sevens team. And yeah. I will say they have the speed. When the coach was talking to us that day, he talked about one of the kids that had been on the football team and got tired of having his brains beating on the practice squad, so he switched to rugby. And the kid was playing in the top top tier. But it, I mean, there are there are some very talented kids enough to field two two teams. Well, yeah. So you I could mean, do a seven. That's what the nationals 
Sevens is. It's all these former mm-hmm. football yeah. players yep. who are blazing splee- speed and just. Mm-hmm. And and Robert, yeah. I do have to say fun. that Louisville had a player on their oh. team with the probably one of the coolest names ever in the history of sports. His name literally it was Laser Snake, and it wasn't a nickname. His name was that's better than Kowalski. Right? His name was L A Z E R Snake. Laser Snake. Yeah, he was good too, and he was. I wonder if his family drank Laser 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 forty ounces because I don't know. That used to be a forty or some malt liquor. His name was Laser Snake, and they kept calling him Laser Snake on the broadcast, and it was amazing. You know what sport I like to see like colleges pick up around here, even though it's definitely like a, you know the islands of Europe kind of thing, uh, is hurling. Oh yeah, that's be fun. fun to watch. Yeah, hurling is baller. Yeah, it, it is. is baller. High lie is fun to watch too. Yeah. Have you ever watched that? That's yeah. fast. That's dangerous. Oh yeah, we should probably set out South Africa. They won the rug- rugby's world. Yes, Cup they this did. Year. Yes, they yeah. did. They did. They won the the what the, the seven nation. It was a World Cup or seven. World Cup. Okay, World, World Cup. Fifteen's World Cup. Yeah, that, but did yeah. they play Australia in the finals? I can't remember. New Zealand. New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. Oh, no, did they play New Zealand on the way? Yeah, it was something like Maybe. that. Maybe. Anyway, but yes, UK national champions in rugby, that's so right. that's very exciting. Which means more. All right. Well, as always, thank you for listening to us. We always appreciate it. And if you know, you know. And if you don't, you probably shouldn't. You're too young. And we will absolutely see you next time enjoy your holidays see ya shout out to Jen 18% you go girl yeah thanks for listening on the Spotify's yo yo